Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, I don't want to lose Pat Twist. He's the uh, producer. He's done stuff like Rescue Cam, Live PD, uh, History Channel stuff. You know, Live PD and, uh, and Rescue, of course, uh, Sticks, our friend. It, the guy does great work. The second, this new thing, this season two now of Neighborhood Wars, which there's nothing nothing weirder than suburbia the city is nothing compared to it like living downtown living in manhattan living in any major city downtown you learn to keep your mouth shut keep your eyes going like you just you don't interact the same way there's a certain comfortability with suburbia that gets super weird super fast our next guest is a producer and director who has worked on projects for MTV, The History Channel, and such popular A&E shows as Live PD and Rescue Cam. And now he's back with an all-new season of the hit A&E show, Neighborhood Wars. Please welcome Pat Twist. Hey, Pat. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, man. We're just talking about how weird suburbia gets. And this new, like, the, I don't know if you have it in your area, the, the what do they call it, the, the uh, neighborhood cam or the next door cam or the next door uh, uh, websites. It's basically social media for your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's the weirdest thing in the world. Nothing's weirder than those people. <laughs> no, that's, uh, there's, there are certain, uh, they're, they're, you're saying there, there's all, yeah. All these people and there's there's sites that like document like life in the city and like oh cra- subway creatures and this but like people don't realize the the nuts stuff that are going on in suburban America like right next door to you. Oh, listen, I could ignore a hobo pooping in an alleyway. <laughs> I've seen it enough, you know. But you would get super weird is it's hard to ignore is when your next door neighbor who's a you know fifth grade elementary school teacher is masturbating in his front window. Sure, or yeah. or pooping in your driveway. Yeah, and, or, it, you know, and uh, it happens more than people want to talk about in suburbia. Thank God everyone's got a camera now yeah. to 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 document it, and whether it's in on their phone or in their doorbell or on on security camera above their driveway. You know, now more than ever, we're. I mean, like those these things have been going on for you know since suburbia existed, but only now are we getting to finally you know see them. <laughs> yeah, it's always been folklore and and hearsay. Now sure. we have actual exactly. you know, cameras that, that get it. It's the proof. We got the proof. But it's a, so on the new season. What do you got for us? Oh, I we we got some. I I mean we. Uh, well, it's funny. We're, we're this is quite really the second half of season two. 
they kind of broke it up and like uh, so there's, there's, I think we got like eight eight weeks in a row of, of new episodes. Uh, we're already working on season three, which is nice. Um, but like the stuff that's coming up, there's some great. Um, uh, there's uh, plenty of Karens, you know, as they say, you know, people that, uh, you know, women that, that, that think that you don't belong in this park or you don't belong walking your dog in this area. You know, um, we've got a great one about an angry uh, kid at a skate park. And these kids have, and this, this kid's mother co- comes in to kind of pick him up from skate. And she just starts ripping F-bombs and, you know, like re- until, of course, she realizes she's being filmed. And then, of course, you know, tries to, right. to walk it all back. Sure. Uh, we've got uh, some, uh, I mean, uh, of course, there's a, there's a number of just great, hey, that's Mark at my parking space. No, that's my parking space. And go to blows. Uh, you know, total just, uh, uh, those are always, we got a, 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 a fantastic one about a guy who, who um, eats his neighbor's Pop-Tarts and, um, <laughs> and, and it, it goes to a total, like, uh, full on blow, uh, full on 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 uh, battle in in the front yard, you know, like swinging uh, uh, fists, swinging put, and everything at each other. Um, we got some crazy ones too, like a, a you know the dog breeder um, who's you know breeds rare dogs who gets um, uh, broken into by a bunch of people and her, uh, and they think that she'd be an easy target. And this woman comes back out with a machine gun and and uh, <laughs> Jesus. And, and takes out, you know, like stuff that you'd never, you'd never expect this stuff. And you're watching it play out, um, and it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's uh, they've got a couple of, you know, we always have some lighthearted stuff too. There's some guy that was getting his, um, his, uh, his uh, Trump, uh, you know, it's back during the election. He had hit some uh, Trump signs on his front oh, lawn. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody was and, getting that. Um, yeah. You know, sure. And, and and certain people were coming by and picking them up, and and, and you'd run away with them, stealing them. So he sits out, and it's this great. He he sets his own camera up. He's sitting there waiting, and it's got a night vision camera on it. And he uh, he just waits there with a the paintball gun for hours, <laughs> hours. And he's sitting there, and it gets dark. And it's like three o'clock in the morning. These people come, and he's like, <laughs> they're screaming, and, they, and they're, they're trying to grab the sign. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you got it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's you know. Uh, but again, we have, we have, we we always try and counter a little bit too with some of the um, with some good feel good stuff. Some floods where neighbors like literally got in there, you know, t- took a rowboat out and would row to their neighbor's house to pick them up, and and when they were trapped on the roof of their house or sure. uh, you know, because you you got to have a little bit of faith in humanity. I mean, saying you know, there you have to counter some of these truly bizarre. Um, uh, stories with with a little bit of uh with a little bit of positivity but um yeah we got i mean like there's no it there's no shortage of these this crazy bizarre behavior no because basically familiarity breeds contempt and and i don't think people realize how weird they get in their own suburban lifestyle and then you have a whole nother genre of people who just don't go to work like housewives or or their stay-at-home moms or whatever it is so they got a whole day of nothing but social media QAnon, yep. freaking out. Have they're just getting weirder by the second, and then they get a little pickled in the afternoon. It becomes mommy wine time, and so they're just hammered. Mm-hmm. And then you just put it all together, and pretty soon the raging, frustrated bitch comes out, and then a dude comes home, or a kid knocks on the door, or uh, there's every neighborhood has all of them. I, I've watched over the years, and uh, a couple neighbors I've become good friends with. Some you just know, 
But I remember there's this one cranky old guy who lived down the street about three houses from me. And he was mean to everybody. And then the neighbor across the street had this German Shepherd dog and this little boy. And the dog ran wild. And he was a fine dog. But it would drive this guy badass crazy. One day I'm in the shower, knock on my door. The little kid's eight years old, crying his eyes out. I'm going to jail and they're going to kill my dog. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's, he's crying. He's telling me I was going to go to jail and they're going to kill his dog. So I put my clothes on and now I'm mad because I know it's the guy. Hmm. And I go down, and I'm. It's just straight whiskey tango, white trash. Like, oh. I'm like, I'm the worst. I go down. I'm so mad, and because this little kid's crying on my front porch. Now this dude sees me coming, and the mom is already there, and he's already trying to backpedal, and, mm-hmm. and I'm already, but I'm angry now. Yeah. And uh, and at, at one point I'm like, look, man, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna come down here if I see this kid crying again, and I'm gonna make you cry in front of God never. I'm so mad. But as I'm walking away, I realize I'm wearing a wife beater shirt that's dirty, a pair of shorts. I I could not look more trailer park as I'm walking back with wet hair to my house. And and the kid's mom, who's very nice, runs up behind me. She goes, hey, he's calling the police. And I go, I don't care. And she goes, whatever you tell him, I'll tell him. I think I could tell him the truth. And then seconds later, my cell phone rings and it's a cop friend of mine at Johnny. And he goes, Hey, did you just threaten to beat your neighbor up? I go, Yep. He's like, Well, some of our friends are coming to buy to say hi. And sure enough, within a couple of minutes, there was a, a very nice officer to talk me talk to me about how we talk to our neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and luckily there's no camera on that one because I don't believe I would have looked good in that. I don't think. There you go. Yeah, I don't think I would have looked like the hero saving the kid. I looked like a deranged <laughs> escapee from a trailer park. But that's... no, it's, it's, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of that's that's the beauty of of the, like is luckily uh, you know who knows what's not getting caught on camera. Oh. You know, for 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 everyone involved. I mean, these are these little nuggets we are getting. We are you know like like I said, everyone. You know, uh, 102% or tw- uh, of, of increased in buying just your little doorbell cam. So you can look at it on your phone. Oh. You can see who's knocking on your door Do you? last year alone. And you can, you know. Yeah, I'm telling you. like your app. You can be in your living room or you can be on vacation, whatever. And say, no, who's knocking on my door right now? What the hell is this? You can talk to them. You can do, you know. And, and luckily, we're able to find they, 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 a lot of them want to talk to us. They want to, they, they, they've seen the show too. That's another thing is that like, we've got, you know, uh, you, you want to tell your, you want to tell any of your listeners to, to, to get in contact with you or all, like, you know, send us your stuff. Yeah. Like, how, how do they send it from the ring? Camp? Cause I've got some stuff. Like I had a stalker get stuck in my driveway in the snow. This chick was, uh, you know, just, uh, she had some mental issues. And so she figured out where I lived and my neighbor's like, Hey, uh, I don't, one of your friends is stuck in your driveway, and I hit my camera. I'm like, that ain't a friend. Mm. And there's a tow truck, and I'm trying to get home, and I had to get. I, I don't want to be mean to this girl because she's mentally ill. And I'm like, but I'm like, hey, you can't come to my house. You're gonna make me call the police. And right. uh, and it was, but it was that crazy. But it's yeah, if you have that stuff on camera, it's all pretty interesting. It's amazing. It's 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 kind of just uh, that that lifts lifts up the t- cover of of America. I mean, you know. I'm sure the, the, there's stuff like that going on in, in other countries too, but you know we only really focus mostly on the stuff going on in the United States. But it's it's, it's uh, God bless technology. What, how can and, people uh, send you their stuff? How can they get a hold of you to be a part of neighborhood uh, wars? There, there's a at the information. Uh, there's a little page at the very end of every episode that tells exactly who you, where you can send it and how you you know uh, reach out to. We've had we had a, a, a three or four clips from from last. Um, 
uh, from the last batch episodes that were that were directly uh, sent to us from 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 viewers. And now we put a little thing on the you know it's like a viewer submitted clip you know so they can know. And now we're doing the same thing for we're going through a bunch of submissions for the next season. Excellent. Uh, and you know and and it's uh, nothing nothing's too bizarre nothing's too minor to you know like well we we take it all. <laughs> I've got I've got some footage I can pull. It's nothing too crazy. It's just funny because uh, you realize there's peacocks in my front yard. They're wild. They live in the neighborhood, but they're literally yeah. my my ring camera can see them. And it's just all of a sudden this peacock just full on blows the feathers out like just and you're like sure. it's, you're just so it's so unexpected. You're like God damn that's a peacock. But yeah, no, I've got that. I can send that to you. Give it to us. Yeah, we'll do a. I mean, I'm not even saying you're not the first. That's not the first way. Like, and there's certain times we do like kind of compilations where, like, yeah. if you got a couple little clips, you put them all together of like, uh, you know, the the peacocks or the wild turkeys or the whatever are taking over the neighborhood. Right. Are uh, you know, and all of a sudden you'll, you know, we we've got one clip where the, the, this guy walks on the lawn and, and there's there must be twenty or twenty five wild turkeys on his front lawn. Oh. He doesn't even know what to do. Like and they they're they're big. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're you know. And he's he just sits there. You can see him looking around. He's putting his camera on him. He's looking around. And he's just like, huh. oh, dude, I've got and video, like, cell phone video. I literally am on the second story of my house, and I look over and I'm like, what is looking in my window? And they'd gone up on the side roof, and there's peacocks yeah. looking through my window at me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get into it. Yeah. We'll put you on. Yeah, we'll yeah. get you on Neighborhood Wars. Anytime. I, I love this, Pat. All right, listen, I'm going to try to find you some this morning, too. Absolutely. No, send it. Like, I, listen, and, and uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll uh, make sure everyone keeps watching. Like I said, we're already working on season three. And uh, and the more stuff we get, that you know, uh, let's, uh, I'll, I'd love to be talking to you on st- during season 10. Perfect. Let's keep this going. Absolutely. Get, neighborhood Wars. Neighborhood Wars, you know, forever. Wednesday, 9 o'clock, Kansas City time on a and uh, Stay right there, Pat. And uh, seriously, uh, see if you can go through the phones, Jake, and find people who've got seen some stuff, might have it on ring camera, might still have it. Where's the, This kid was great. I don't know if you ever heard him. Uh, it's just his dad and he are getting home, and but their own ring camera picks up their conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's, did you have a good time? Yes. I got you something. What do you mean you got me something? I did. back your bourbon. I'm sorry I didn't do it right away. I was confused. I was shocked. I was angry. I was proud at the same time. You saw how happy he was. But this was on you too. How did a three foot, six year old midget get his hands on some alcohol? Do you have a ladder in your kitchen? Is your alcohol in the bottom shelf? Come on! All I can picture is him walking around the house, smiling, looking for his book bag to hide it in. You gotta be better, or I'm gonna find a new babysitter. <laughs> It's like bourbon. <laughs> no, you like it. Oh, it's so good, man. It's just, but hold on. Where's uh, oh, Drunk Son Ruins a Surprise Party? Hold on. Where's that one? It's, it's just, all this stuff gets caught on ring. Dude, how are you the last one to show up to your own party? That is messed up. What party? Your birthday party. What are you talking what about? You doing? What are you doing? Surprise party. Are you drunk? Of course I am. It's a party. You guys can come out. Derek messed what? us up. Seriously! <laughs> I wonder where all the cars were. How stupid can you be? 
That's real. <laughs> That's way too real. Oh, it's so real. Oh, this kid decides he's got to talk to his dad. 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 David Gracie. Dad. <laughs> How you doing? I man? love you. I love you. Oh, there's a big kiss. How's it going, man? How do you turn on the kid channel? How do you turn on the kid channel in the house? Yeah, I'm over here by myself because mom led in me. Where? Well, where's your mom at? She's not. You're not supposed to be home alone. She's at Courtney's with oh, with, with Alex, and she. I wanted to go home, and she said I could come here and turn on a kid channel. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just gotta press the power button. Press the power button on the side of the TV. You know how to do that, right? Yeah, but I don't know how to what channel to get on to get kid channel on. Oh man, I think the kid channel is channel maybe like 25. I don't know what yeah. 25 looks like. <laughs> Dude, the kid just called knows that dad will answer his phone from the ring camera. Right. So he goes out and rings his own doorbell <laughs> so he can make the call and his dad picks it up on the phone. If I had a ring camera, I guess not. I just think about the times I wouldn't look good. Uh, I, uh, I uh, answered the door and Barge ran out once. You know Barger, he was... It couldn't be a sweeter dog. Right. He wasn't. He wasn't about to bite nobody. He no, just, obedient. But, but it good. was. I opened the door because the ring camera went off, and I looked out, and there was somebody in the yard, and it's it's the meter guy, the water guy, mm -hmm. and uh, he was just reading the meter, the water, and uh, and Barge went up, and I go, he's okay. I go, he's nice, and he pulled his mace out, and he goes, I heard that before, and I go, I know, I'm get. I go, Barge, and Barge's like, hello, like he's mm -hmm. trying to walk up, like mm -hmm. and he's not running, he's just mm -hmm. like just trying to walk this up. Friendly waddle. His tail's wagging, and he's like, hey, buddy, and he's starting to point at him. I go, hey, hey, for real, do not shoot that dog with that goddamn mace. Mm -hmm. And and he's in a pepper spray, and he goes, I go, ah, and he goes, I'll turn your water off. I go, not before I knock you out. <laughs> like, but that would have like threatening a water, like it's you know, I yeah. I know it's not appropriate. Yeah. But I it just popped. It just came out. I wasn't trying to be a tough guy. I was like, dude, if you spray my dog, that's a Trust me, you're going to take a nap in the front yard today. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm a huge, and growing up, I was a huge Ryan James Dio fan, and, and for many reasons. A, because 
he was it was perfect timing for being a teenager for for holy diver and last in line to just destroy you uh and then i uh, do you know it's a story i've told many times on the show about getting to meet ronnie when i was 16 years old walking out of sandstone amphitheater and he uh i found a backstage pass like it was straight out of a t- out of a video right mm-hmm. Like the little kid finds the pass and he gets to meet the rock star, but yeah. that's really how it went. You had the golden ticket. And he was incredibly nice, incredibly thoughtful. He knew I shouldn't be back there. I wasn't yeah. with somebody. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to act or what to ask. So you're just belt, you know, just like, so? Like, you know. <laughs> and now I'm just like, especially now that I'm an adult and I'm in the business, that you go, wow, how incredibly nice it was that he didn't just look at a security guard and have you whisked away. Yep. You know. Most band guys were looking for companionship or partying or doing whatever. But he saw there was a little kid, and he was like, hey, he talked to me and gave me an autograph. Vivian Campbell was incredibly nice. Jimmy Bain was incredibly nice. You know, Apathy was incredibly nice. Yeah. But that was, it left an incredible impression on a 16-year-old kid that more than anything, I wanted to be somehow, some way, a part of rock and roll. And they like, let you actually have that moment. Yeah, well, but that reinforced everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like there, I was, I was destined for lower middle ground as a radio DJ, but <laughs> I got in there, you know. Yeah. And uh, God, I loved him. And our next guest is the wife of a man who many believe was one of the greatest voices in heavy metal history. He is the late great Ronnie James Dio. Now, to coincide with what would have been his 80th birthday, there is a new remixed Super Deluxe edition of his debut solo album Holy Diver, featuring outtakes, a live set and more. Please welcome, wife and manager of the legendary Ronnie James Dio, Wendy Dio. Wendy, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I, I we're just, you know, as always, talking about how much we loved Ronnie and, and what a good human he was, and 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 how kind he was every time we ran across him. Yeah, he was a special person, definitely. He was, and I, and I've I've told you the story about when I was 16 years old, I found the backstage pass at Sandstone Amphitheater, and, and he was so good to a kid who shouldn't have been backstage, and took time. I still to this day have the autograph that I borrowed from a pad he had in his pocket of one of those little notebooks. <laughs> and, uh, and he and Vivian. That and, sounds just like Ronnie. He was, uh, he loved his, he loved his fans. Uh, he was so much. He, he really was so special. And he just, what a voice, what a human being. And just, you know, you talk about rainbow and you think if anybody could, you could just get to man on the silver mountain and make that your legacy would have been enough. But then they yeah, go to yeah. Sabbath and Mob Rules, and that, that song today still stands the test of time. Like, lyrically, it's more important today than it's ever been. And, you know... Yep, it's um, it's coming out, and I'm really excited about it. I think that Job Ritchie did an amazing job on the remix, brought it up to date. 
Yeah. And then Last in Line and Holy Diver were just scary enough with album covers. And the subject matter was you were, he was so good at lyrics that it just, it yep. sh- your imagination went crazy when you were a kid listening to that. <laughs> yeah, and there's always something behind it. It's like, um, you know, the album cover looks like a priest, a good guy with mm-hmm. a bad guy drowning him. But Ronnie's always thing was, don't judge a book by the cover. How do you know that's a good guy just because he has a priest outfit on? And how do right. you know that's a good guy just because he doesn't look right? You know, so here's, here's a question. The original art, when that was made, because that's back before it was computer generated. Those were paintings, right? What, where are those? Oh, absolutely. I have the original uh, Holy Diver hanging behind my desk. God, that's so amazing. Like, that's like, you just think that's, the, I mean, uh, there's pieces of rock and roll history, but that's so iconic. But to have that, that painting, that's incredible. Yes. I'm not going to part with it until I'm gone, and then hopefully it will go into a museum. <laughs> I um, I, when you there was a big deal auction a few years back uh, of warehouse stuff, and uh, and I tried oh, like yeah. hell. Uh-huh. I, I tried to buy the dragon yes. head. I tried to buy that dragon head. <laughs> we had all that stuff stored for so many years, and it was just like taking up so much room. And I just felt the fans or whoever wanted it the, should have it, and it, a lot of it went to hard rock museums and different places. And uh, it was it's better than just being in the storage locker with no one seeing it. Oh, no, I've, uh, and I'm a collector. So I really, I had no idea what I wanted to do with it, but I knew I wanted it. I got outbid, but I mean, I've got an old tour jacket from uh, a crew member. I've got, you know, old laminates I bought from over the years and, you know, the autograph that Ronnie gave me and, and old interviews that he did with the show here. And uh, it's funny to look at him because it's just, you're right. There'll never be another voice like that. There'll never be another performer like that. No, no, he was special, he was very special. We have a documentary coming out. They'll be in the, uh, be coming out in the fall. Excellent. So hopefully you'll like that. I hope so. Oh, I can't wait to see that. It's uh, Dreamers, Dreamers, Dio, Dreamers Never Dying, correct? Correct, yes. And uh, Rainbow in the Dark, of course, the book, you wrote, it, it, the book is really great. I'm glad it got finished. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I was happy with uh, with the outcome, and uh, it did. it's doing very well, and um, we're happy with the, with what the sales are. I think it's over 12,000 right now. Excellent. So we're happy with that, and, um, you know, looking forward to keeping Ronnie's music and his memory alive in any way I can. Well, and how great is it? Now, tell me about Stranger Things. The, the kid, Eddie Munson, of course, there's a lot of talk about Metallica. There's an anthrax fistful of metal poster on the kid's wall, but he's wearing a Dio jacket. Now, what I had read was that you or, or the organization had sent that jacket to him. I did. No, it wasn't the jacket, but the oh, T-shirt. And the they t-shirt. made the jacket okay. and put the T-shirt. It was an old uh, original T-shirt that they cut up and put on the back of the of his uh, his vest. God, Ronnie would have loved that. Oh, he would have loved it. He would have loved Stranger Things. That was just the things he loved. He loved science fiction. He loved Stranger Things. He loved all uh, you know all those kinds of things. He he just loved. He read a book a day. He was so you know. He felt that that uh, gave him more word power, as he would put it. If he read a book a day, then he would find more and more words. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's true, right? I mean, you learn there's different phrasing, and the way somebody else may turn a phrase becomes very exciting to you. And as a lyricist, and Ronnie took great care with the stories that he told with songs. Absolutely. Absolutely. He always, always uplifting, always, you know, carry on and don't let somebody dampen your dreams.
Yes, yeah, and he uh, and of course he always had great players, and uh, it's funny. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was talking to. Uh, let me talk about this real quick. Cause I don't want. There's so many things I want to say, but that super deluxe edition uh, Holy Diver that's coming out. It's also it's four CDs or two LPs, correct? Yes, yes, and, and the uh, <clears throat> one is a remix by Joe Barishi, uh, which uh, is brought up to into modern times, and uh, I was very happy with it. I think Ronnie would be very proud of what Joe did. Uh, it's really in your face. Well, and I'll be ordering both because I want the CDs to listen to, but I want the uh, the vinyl to put into my vinyl collection. Absolutely, isn't it great? The vinyls come back. Yes. Oh, I loved it. It's so much to read. The you'd open up and read the liner notes and the lyrics and and who is getting thanked and I wonder what they do and it was just this world that you could only imagine. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was really. Yeah, Ronnie something. always loved it. He loved the vinyls because you, you or the LPs because you could see you know the artwork. He loved yeah. the artwork on a cover. He'd buy an album sometimes just for the artwork. Uh, me too. Me too. Are you kidding me? That's how I bought. I think my first Megadeth record because it had a <laughs> this terrible skull, and it was it was just. But I was, <laughs> you know, but you're 15. You're like skulls. This has got to be good, you know. And yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, and then it was such a shame when it came into cassette and yeah. CD. It was all crunched down, and you could hardly see it. Damn, no, I I, I love it so much. If you're just joining the show. The great Wendy Dio. And uh, you've, you know, you've had an incredible career yourself. You managed Ronnie, bands like Rough Cut. Uh, I know my friend Jizzy Pearl used to live with me here in Kansas City for a short time. You know, you you worked with uh, Love Hate for a short time and, and put Jizzy out on the hologram tour, opening up. And uh, I know he's always appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I keep trying to retire, but they won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because, listen, they don't make them like you anymore either. The There's just a lack of, of hard, know-how-to-get-it-done, cut-through-the-BS-people and managers in this world, you know, that do it for the right reasons. That's right. That's right. And it's tough, you know, for you. I, I mean, work hard, but I'm really pleased to see what uh, Rhino's been doing an amazing job with this. The people there are so fantastic right now. They've been just doing an amazing job, and I couldn't be happier. Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I'm sure Ronnie would be very pleased with his legacy, and I... Uh, I, I even, think he would. I think he would. I even looked up, and that sounds morbid. I was looking at his grave at Forest Lawn. I was looking. I looked it up online. I thought that that tomb, that mausoleum, was so fitting. It was such a Ronnie James Dio. I was like, I was. It made for whatever reason, it made me happy. I was like, now that's proper. That's a proper way. I think that's what he wanted to do. Was to make people happy. That's exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I'm such a weirdo fan, Wendy. That. Uh, I uh, actually owned one of the 30 ASG Dio uh, Holy Diver guitars. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, cool. I, I've just collect. I'm telling you, like, I've, I've, I was such a huge fan of him as a human being. He was so kind to me as a kid. And then as I got into the business, we'd do these interviews. And, you know, he was just such a great storyteller and so open and honest and, and willing to talk that he was, he was a joy to, to know in any way. But that's what it's all about, enjoying what we do, right? Right. Absolutely. Indeed. Well, look, Wendy, I, I know you've got a lot of press to do, but Holy Diver, super deluxe edition out now. I'm going to order mine, and uh, I hope everybody does. And I, hope, I hope a whole new generation, between Stranger Things and, and hearing about this, learn about Dio and go find out, because he was he was a monster. Yes, he was. They broke the mold. Yeah. All right. Take care, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Appreciate it very much, Johnny. Thanks a lot. Take care.
think about very few people get to that level. Oh. And, and not just Dio, but Sabbath. But, you know, you, you talk about Rainbow. These were hugely important to rock and roll. You put your stamp on big moments. And then and into things like, you know, then we're a band like Jack Black and Kyle Gass at Tenacious D do the Dio song. Or Stranger Things, years after you die, they, the kid's wearing the shirt that his wife, the manager, gave so they could do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's, it is... Truly a fantastic legacy for him, man. And by the way, that's not BS. Uh, I will be buying two of those. I'll buy the vinyl and I'll buy the CD. And I do owe the... Uh, so this is the guitar. I like, pulled it up. See that? Oh, that's a fantastic guitar. Yep. <laughs> so that's third, really cool. I have a... Uh, I can't remember what number mine is. 16? 17? A 30. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesse kicked me right in the balls. Jesse James Dupree. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it, right? right. I was like, it was, and actually, of all things, Doc Malley, my friend Doc, gave it to me. It was a gift from him, and, mm-hmm. and I because I told him I was looking to buy one, and I uh, and I'm showing him, and he just it's it, he didn't even mean to do it. He goes, "That's pretty nice." He goes, "Ronnie played guitar." <sighs> I go, "No, dick." God. <laughs> Yeah. But he just let all the air out of me. I was like, oh. Now, now it makes me laugh. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Ronnie, played, Ronnie, played, Ronnie played guitar? Like, no, yeah. it's just a really cool thing. Damn you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.